Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, he comes dead in! Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Inside Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hey, mate, you're on mute. Hello, and welcome to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'm the Super Coach Matrix, and here today I am with. A super coach brain who has left his mic on mute. So I am just chatting away uh, and seeing how we're going here. Hey, mate. Um, Oi, to my, this show my is... whole screen was black. <laughs> nice. Your whole on screen mute. was black. What a start of the show. This show is brought to you by the Standard Squeeze, which is helping you drink responsibly and conveniently. I'm the Supercoach Matrix, and here today I'm here with the Supercoach Brain. Hey, mate, how you doing? What a, what a start. Am I good? Am I on? Can you hear me? Yeah, again? yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you now. Oh, sweet. My whole screen was black for about maybe 20 seconds there, so thanks to the internet gods for uh, for bringing that to me. That's the first time in, I think, like 60-odd podcasts that started the uh, episode is screwed up, so good for me, but I'm back. I'm good. Uh, what a week. What a week. Uh, I mean, I don't really want to go and throw back to you, but I think like maybe give us a rundown on how you went because it was one of those really bizarre weeks where we, we saw some really high scores and some real shitters. Yeah, so I um I picked the wrong captain, chasing a pod. I had Ruben Garrick um against the Dragons. Felt like it was a really good, really good play. Uh fullbacks classically score quite well against the Dragons. Um done my research. Uh, Cody Walker VC, so missed out on that one too, and just didn't go any good. I had Val, I had Mano, I had Nico. I still feel good my te- about my team, but it wasn't 
it just wasn't my week. Um, I finished on 11.60. I won one league and lost two leagues by about 15 points. I will see some red arrows. Um, but from what I've seen in the leagues that I'm in, some of the really competitive leagues, uh, like I had a look at one cash league. Uh, we all pay in 60 bucks and we're all chasing close to a grand there. And four of the top five scored below 1,200. So I just want to let people know not to just delete your app yet. Let's just see how updates go and uh, see how we all land. Fair call. I, we, were, we were sitting here beforehand talking before the, the show went live, and I genuinely was panicking looking at my score. Or, and, and mind you, it sounds a bit prickish, but I got 13.35. So it was one of those weeks where, I look at the leagues and I go, hang on, there's 1,400 scores everywhere. Everyone's got 1,400. Everyone's got 1,390. And I'm looking at scores going, shit, maybe I'm having a bad week. But then you made a really good point that a lot of the guys that have scored quite well this week in 1,450s actually were at the bottom of the table in the majority of leagues. So that's definitely a really good point for people to not panic and not look at their league and go, well, I was beaten by eight teams. A lot of those teams that are scoring well this week maybe aren't in the greatest position moving forward. So... And, and, like, there's definitely some teams that have scored really well. Like, captaining um, captaining Harry Grant isn't a bad play. You know, captaining Ponga wasn't a bad play. I'm just trying to temper some expectations uh, because, yeah, like, we had a look at, at one of our mates, um, really big in AFL, um, performing quite well in AFL, hasn't updated his team for a while, had 15 playing, copped an AE and scored 1,400, so... Uh, due to the fact that he just left his captain yeah. on yep. Harry Grant. So crazy, isn't it? Shout out to Herbie. Loves uh <laughs> loves not changing his team at all and uh winning competitions. So good luck to him. Hey, uh, I heard he's bringing Ryan Pappenhausen in next week. He's gonna go great <laughs> for the Falcons. He, he will. He will. Uh that's the uh New South or Queensland Cup or New South Wales Cup super coach. Um, yep. mate, let, we'll talk as we always do. We'll talk winners, losers from round 22. We'll answer everyone's questions. Have a brag in the comment guys. If you had a good week or even if you had a bad week, let us know how you go. It's a good gauge for us to, to understand how everybody went. And, uh, if you have any trade thoughts or any questions for round 23, drop them in the comments. We'll do our best to answer them all. And all lastly, uh, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. You'll get the notification when we're going live every single week. We do three shows a week at the moment. Uh, and we'll continue to do three shows a week for as long as we can. Um, so make sure to hit subscribe, hit like as well so it reaches more people. And of course, if you're listening to us on audio, hit that follow button and please leave us a review so that we can reach more people. Uh, mate, quick review of your trades last week. Did you make any moves in the end? Because I know you were up in the air about what you were doing. Yeah, so I only had four and I ended up going Brimo to Munster, which I suppose turned out okay. And um, I just had a look at the Titans draw and I just and they played really well today. Um, and Brimo played really well in the I suppose the minutes that he played because he went off with a ribbing uh, rib cartilage injury. I ended up going Brimo to Munster, which I'm pretty happy because I had a look at most weeks, and most weeks I wasn't going to play Brimson anyway with the team that I've set up. So I think I'll play Munster every week. Um, he played pretty well, and I yeah I'm happy with the trade. Uh, three left. I'm going to be sweating some bullet about young Valentine Holmes, the running back. 
we will, yeah, we'll talk about Val a little bit later, probably the last game of the, or the last game of the round. But there is a bit to talk about there. A couple of decisions to make on depending on whether he uh, ends up seeing a suspension or not from that shoulder charge. So, yeah, uh, I did Gutho to Latrell. Uh, Gutho to Latrell ended up netting me about twenty odd points, which is nice. Uh, Nineteen points, I think I ended up getting, and then Croker to Hammer ended up netting me another twenty odd. Uh, the yep. Hamiso Tabuifado trade didn't really work out the way I wanted it to, but I mean, look, it, it ended up being positive regardless for my team. So we'll see what happens over the next few weeks as the the Dolphins have a nice little draw over the next three weeks. Yeah, um, and Gutho to Latrell also got you hundred grand, which is um, which is fair. It actually made the move of Croker to Hammer possible. So, yeah, for sure. Good point. Um, guys, Standard Squeeze, major sponsor of the podcast. Uh, if you've never heard of the Standard Squeeze before, fantastic product. Helps you drink responsibly by setting up little these little bottles here. Actually, absolute genius, to be fair, the way the guys have actually made them. A uh, little two-stroke bottle, like you got your oil in your little two-stroke bottle for your whippersnipper or your mower. And uh, you just squeeze the bottle and it fills up the little chamber at the top here, little 30 mil chamber at the top. And uh, about drinking responsibly, which sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But when we feel like drinking responsibly, standard squeeze is fantastic. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> these, these, do this, right. these froth up over the top. I thought I was going to have to give it a gobby there. So. <laughs> oh, dear. And we're live. I'm not going to edit that out. <laughs> it's full transparency. This is how we talk normally. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, you can get your four in one standard squeeze bottles. You can get your combo packs. You can get a ton of different stuff from the standard squeeze. So go to the standard squeeze.com. Use the code insight 15 to get yourself 15% off everything on their website. Uh, let's, let's dive into the Broncos game, mate. Broncos roosters 32 to 10. They ended up knocking off the roosters. And I mean, the Roosters ended up last week making it look like they were actually a football team against the Titans, and now they're back to being plotters again. No surprise you know against what? I, the Broncos. I, They've been quality all year. I'm not actually sure that the Roosters played that bad. The Broncos were just really good. We scored off our first couple of possessions and uh, and just held that lead. Um, the Roosters actually didn't look too bad, and it actually wasn't a bad game of footy. Um, I wanted to get there live, but I was crook. Um, but, yeah. Gee, it was good to see Paddy Carrigan score his first try in the NRL. How good's that? Alex Twile and Paddy Carrigan knocking off their first try in the same season. Within probably, what, a month of each other, maybe? Yeah. Maybe six weeks? It's pretty cool. Good on them. Um, Adam Reynolds, 80. Daniel Tupo, 66. Really, there's not a lot of super coach relevance to this game, uh, aside from the guys that maybe didn't do as well as we thought they would have yep. done. Payne Haas, 62, maybe confirms that he's not a must-have. Or a necessity in the front row, knowing that front row is a little bit of a kind of mid position, I guess, this year. What are your thoughts on Reese Walsh? Got downgraded to 44 from a 50 odd. I mean, if you grabbed him, it's still okay, right? You don't have to panic or anything like yeah. that at this point. Super happy as a non owner. I think if you're making trades this end of year, this time of the year, you really just, you've traded him in, you're going to have to hold. But realistically, you would have thought the Roosters were a team that he would have scored well against. Um, maybe he's matchup proof. He scored really well last week. I mean, we thought he was matchup proof. And then he comes up against the Roosters who have been poor and he gets 44. I mean, and don't yeah. get me wrong, 44 is fine. Not the end of the world to get 44. No. Great as a non owner. Yeah, like as somebody that has Joey Manu who's worth probably 60k more than this bloke um yeah i'd take 44 
That was garbage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of Manu, eighteen. If, uh, 18 if anyone's months. if anyone's walk if anyone's walking around the Gabba, um, could they let his family know if they find him? He just went missing this whole game. He didn't get any ball. Kind of felt for the bloke. He was like looking for it. You could tell he was actually coming out of position a little bit to look for the ball, and they just didn't get it. They couldn't get him any sort of space. So Manu yeah. eighteen. I mean. I don't know whether it's panic stations, considering when we look at the Roosters' draw, it's actually quite nice. Uh, I was I was ready to panic trade or kind of rage trade Joey Manu out before this show, and then I quickly looked at his draw. The Roosters, over the next four weeks, have Manly into the Dolphins, into the Eels, into the Tigers. That's a pretty nice draw. You, you can't really yep. go against that, and I'm, I'm more than happy to sit on Manu, and I really hope people trade him out because maybe he becomes a little bit more of a pot option now. Yeah, I hope a lot of people panic on him because I think that he'll score really well against the Tigers and score well again next week. But, yeah, look, he's just somebody that you've got to play every week. You just – it might be like a box of chocolates. You're just never going to be sure what you're going to get. little Forrest Gump reference. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Uh, James <laughs> Tedesco, 34. Yeah, the greater than non-owner. <laughs> what are your Honestly, thoughts on Teddy? Like, these things just made me feel better about my shit score because everybody else scored shit. Um, look, Teddy, like you were walking, you're walking on sunshine if you had him the last four weeks. Um, but yeah, he just didn't perform. It's really hard against the Broncos. I, I hear some people saying that the Broncos um, aren't contenders. Um, I see Gus and some people coming out there having a chat. I suppose they're referencing how good the Panthers have been, but. Their defense is elite, and Teddy couldn't get a roll on. So, this whoever's saying that the Broncos aren't contenders are off their head. I mean, you're you're coming what second? You got the best second. defense in the competition type, aside type from first. the Panthers. Tied first. Um, tied first. Take it. Take it as a Broncos supporter. But hey, I mean, book my, book my the, grand final ticket. The way I see it at the moment, bed behind you. <laughs> Mate, all yours. You can have it. Um, the way I see it, Panthers. Panthers are the elite of the elite at the moment. They're they're you know such a quality team, and the way they absolutely decimated the Sharks this weekend has shown that. But you've got kind of Panthers, maybe maybe Broncos, kind of in and around that kind of caliber, and then Daylight, and then everybody else. I feel like the Broncos and the Panthers are definitely the upper <coughs> echelon of the competition at the moment this year. So hopefully, uh, hopefully for you that continues. Um, yep. Anything else on this Broncos game, mate, or do you want to move on? Not really. I think if you had a punt on um, on blokes like Katoni Staggs and Joseph Suolihi, are sort of those uh, those guys that people might have had a bit of a chop at. Uh, look, it's not it's not too bad with your with your fifties. Your thirty two from Suolihi is probably pretty disappointing, but you probably didn't play him this week because you brought him in on matchup and happy to move into your Tigers game. Before we do, let's quickly tackle some questions. Some comments are starting to come in. A few really good scores oh, yeah, coming nice. in as well. Derek Peters, 14.55. Luke Ponga, very good move. Um, Raymond Crane should stay in the top 1,000, which is great. 13.35 from Hitty. 12.06 from Flash. Uh, Tarrant is asking us, what a good score is this week? And I mean, look, based on what we've seen this week, I, I feel like maybe 12.50 to 1,300 is probably pretty solid. Maybe 13.50 will see you green. Maybe even 13.20 will see you green. I think 1282 is a good score this week and then anything above. 
Yeah. Okay. Did you? You calculated that, didn't you? You. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Minus. Minus. The it's six. like. It's like your favorite number nine as well, isn't it? It's like Jeremy Lin shooting a free throw right there. I was calculating stuff. Yeah. Good. Blue Moon fourteen fifty six is a big score as well. Traded Nico to Cleary last second. So that's going to look like a genius move as well. So very well played there. Uh, it is. I'm going to be watch footy this weekend. happy holding Nico for, Paul. for the rest of the week. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. Yeah, 12.56. Yeah, you'll be right. 12.56 you got. Yeah. Yeah, should be able to hold there. Not bad. Uh, I've got a few red arrows, I guess. Floating around, Mr. Callio, 13.28. Crazy Praying Mantis, 12.40. Jaden Abbott, 13.85. So a bit of variation between that, maybe 1,200 to 1,400 number. So yep. if, you're, if you're floating around that number, you probably won't see too much red or green, really. Realistically, we'll see what happens. All right. Tigers, mate, 18. Lost to the Souths, 32. I'm not surprised. Hey. I feel like we did okay to hang hey. in this one. Coruscant put us on He's his went. back. You just weren't that bad. You just weren't that bad. How's how good South Golden could, draw? Could have been much worse. Jeez, apart from apart from Johnston and Tass, South Golden draw. Fuck, get on it. It's what a team. It's the Cowboys Crazy, Golden draw at the start of the year. It's the Cowboys Golden draw at the start of the year. Just start all over again. <laughs> it's let's hope it's not, because a lot of people have jumped on Souths thinking that this is going to be a great run home. So uh, AJ122, Isaiah Tass 99, Cam Murray 78, saved by a last-minute garbage try. Could have ended up with 40. And uh, uh, Latrell 74 doing nothing. So as a Latrell owner and buyer, I'm very happy with the 74 that he got, considering it looked like he actually played about 10 minutes of football. Yep. Yeah, he was... You know what? I think his presence is enough out there and probably helped him get over with the win. I just, the way that he plays, and maybe it's just the Queenslander in me, he just seems like he's just out there to stir shit half the time. <laughs> it does. He is. Uh, but every single time he kicks a goal kick, have you noticed that he loves looking back at the crowd and having a bit of banter with the crowd back and forth? He's egging them on. He loves that kind yeah. of shit. A little bit like... A little bit like Trey Young when he goes to New York. You know, when Trey yeah. Young goes to New York, he likes to kind of wind the fucking crowd up a little bit and he, he wants the crowd to boo him and say, fuck Trey Young and all this kind of shit because he feeds off that. Yeah. I think Latrell's the kind of guy that feeds off that negativity from the crowd. I I do that to the six people watching in B-grade basketball too. So <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. That would pop your average up from 6.5 to 9.8 points per game. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Dane Laurie injured in this game as well. It looks like another new half comes in for the Tigers. Oh, I can't, I've lost count in how many fucking halves combinations we've had this year. They'll just bring uh, Wakeham back, won't um, they? They'd have to. You have to. There's no other choice. So uh, that'll probably happen. I mean, the, the plotters in this game, all three Rabbitohs, man. Cook, 47. Cody Walker, 58, which is a great result considering he finished the game on like 30-odd. And then Campbell yeah. Graham, 34. So yep. a bit disappointing if you jumped on these three guys. Look, Cook, you're not picking Cook for the draw, but you probably just held on to Cook and didn't go to Harry Grant. So a little bit disappointing when Harry Grant got one million this weekend. Yeah, when there's a hundred turnaround, that's probably speaking of plotters, IPAP got fifty-six as well. Yeah, no good. 
if you still hold on no, to good. Buller for whatever reason, he got 43. I just, yeah, look, I just, I haven't loaded up too much on the Rabbitohs. I've got Walker and Johnston. I think you've got Trell and Johnston. Do you have Cook as well? Yeah, I've got Cook as well. Trell, Johnston and Cook. Yeah, right. It's just sort of one of those things that, yeah, maybe like the Eels, maybe uh, during that origin period, maybe you just don't load up too much. But I'm happy with two, and I think you'd be happy with having the three players. Absolutely. If if Cook got 60, you would have been happy. Oh, no doubt. I mean, if he, if he got an extra, what what did he get? 40, 40, if he got an extra 13 yeah. points, it's not the end of the world, is it? Yeah. Um, so Tyler's asking what par is in the chat. Uh, 1282. Is that what you said, Matty? 1282? Yeah, 1282. Yeah. Yeah, good. good. Spot on the dot as well. We don't miss. Yeah. Um, let's move on, mate. Storm 46, Eels 16. Uh, Hughes with a massive 156. The bloke was in everything. I don't think he could put a foot wrong, Jerome Hughes, that whole game. And then Harry Great Grant continued to bury me with 149. I know. And I, you versed me in draft this week, you prick. And then I had a look at your score. And bloody, you captain Cam Munster for that junk time try at the end of the game. And then also had Hughes. And I'm like, I'm done. That'll do, that'll do me for this week. Um, <laughs> what a walk in me. Yep. Yep. I, mean, I was dusted. Yeah. Hughes, Hughes fell to me in like the fourth round. I couldn't not take him. Even though I took Munster with the third pick. So that was actually a oh. shit pick in hindsight. Nico hindsight. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's working out okay at the moment for you. Jerome Hughes, one five six. Grant, one four nine. Marion Seve coming into the team here to replace uh, Justin Olam, and he got a hundred. And uh, Josh King, eighty five. Munster, eighty. So plenty of good scores there for the Storm, and so they should when they score forty six points. I, I mean, I, I'm going to eat my words here. I'm going to admit that I was wrong. And Harry Grant is almost a must have next year, and and a must have this year. And I must have it hooking nearly every year. He will become the Cameron Smith now of every single year where you just plug and play Harry Grant, no matter what the cost, no matter how much he costs, because he's the only hooker in the game at the moment can get 120 points or more. Yeah, watch him score 30 next week. Oh, no doubt. He scored 33 last week. So, I, yeah. I mean, I'm, he's coming I'm not going and saying that he'll not he's score coming, 50. He's, He's coming off two thirties and scored one hundred and forty. Look, realistically, that's good for a uh, sixty-seven average, and you take that out of your hookers. So. Yeah, absolutely. Hopgood one hundred four. He finished on Mitch Moses eighty-two. Ryan Madison eighty-one for the Eels. So some big scores in this one. Obviously, a lot of points scored as well. Clint Gutherson, 55. I'm feeling pretty good about trading Gutho this week to Latrell, and anybody else who did the same will probably feel pretty good about it, knowing that Latrell will lose less cash than Gutho. If anybody held on maybe to Gutho, the problem would now be maybe he's out of reach. Maybe he lost too much cash that you can't get to Latrell now, or uh, you know, maybe it's, it's screwed up some other trades for you. So Nah, he's this week is the week. More than, he's still going to be worth more than Latrell. He's is still he? going to be worth eight fifty, and Latrell's going to be worth like seven ninety next week. Oh, he, perfect. Latrell had a break even of one hundred and thirty, and um, he was sitting there at whatever he was eight nineteen. So he's still going to be within reach. Okay, cool. Um, Last one for me, I guess, in this game is Eli Katawa at 66. He'll drop down to 500K. What are your thoughts on him? Because I know you owned him earlier in the season, 
is he now an option if you've got trades up your sleeve? Do you think he's two RF? Someone you can bring in? Yeah, he, he was someone I wanted. Just have a look to see if he... Because he come off the bench this game. Just have a look to see if he gets that starting gig back. I think that he will uh, within two weeks. Maybe the second that he gets that start um, at him. Um, and as a Nick Meany owner, I'm really excited about Pappy coming back. Because this guy is just not a good, good fallback. Yeah, Meany 50 he finished on. Which is... I feel like that's too many for the way that he played. Um, I feel like he was just in the wrong spot a lot, missing the read on on a lot of sweeping plays and stuff. Like, it just didn't look right, did it? No, no. And, look, the sooner Pappy comes back, the sooner he comes on the wing. Um, I think Justin Olam probably won't be back with um, with the way that Marion Seve played this week. yeah, look, oh, it could be interesting. Yeah, he'll he'll go out on the wing, maybe uh, take Seve's spot and see what happens. Nick Meaney will be a really good winger. He will. Who drops out, Warbrick or Coates? Does Coates now shift to the right side and Meaney just goes back to the left wing like he was last year? Yeah, I think so. I think he just sort of goes to the left wing. I just can't see him dropping Warbrick. I don't know what they'll do. Warbrick could play center. Have a look at how huge he is. Yeah, he's a big boy. That's for sure. I don't think they'll drop Warbrick. I think they'll move him to center. You're spot on. Um, let's move on, mate. Raiders 6, lost to the Knights 28. Ponga, a very, very popular VC option. A lot of people looped Ponga for 122, which, look, great score. Uh, probably on the borderline, maybe, of, of looping, depending on what your AEs look like. Dan Gagai, 97, continues to deliver. Another massive score. Uh, Fitzgibbon, 72, and Greg Marju, 69. So the Knights... Continue to deliver. The popular Knights options continue to deliver week in and week out. The only other two real kind of half-decent scores from the Raiders are Tarpany 67, Rapana 62. So really not much going on for the Raiders there. But let me ask you one thing. Did we get it wrong with Hudson Young? Because he had one of the Barry Crockers of all time this game. Yeah, no, it was a stinker. I actually didn't expect the Raiders to play this bad against the Knights. Or maybe I didn't expect the Knights to play this good. Um, look, yeah, we had a look at the draw. Uh, we still like the draw. We still think the Raiders will be playing top eight footy. Um, he's a good footballer. I think he'll come good. Uh, it's definitely not worth a trade for what we bought him for. Um, yeah, no, I'm pretty happy with it. So, Yeah, fair enough. And look, uh, he'll be a kind of a, pl- a sit or kind of play option as we go based on matchup. And I still think 45, for him to score 45 in a game where he should have scored negative 37. Like, that's actually okay. Like, every that's single time I saw Hudson Young touch the ball, he week. dropped it. <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, when you get 1130 or something, when everyone else gets 1300, it kind of feels like that. But, I mean, yeah, I feel like I feel like he didn't deserve 45. So, we've done okay. I reckon we got away with it there. Yeah, dodged a bullet there. I'm happy I own Kalen Ponga. Um, pretty happy as a non-owner of Greg Marzu, 69. In a game where they were so dominant, I would expect him to get more than 100. Probably disappointed for Corey Horsburgh owners too. I would have thought that maybe in a grind, uh, Corey Horsburgh might have got a few more points than 39. Like you expect the halves and everything to score low, um, like Fogarty in those 28s. And um, I suppose White almost plays like a lock there anyway. But yeah, I just would have thought Horsburgh... You know, could have plugged it away like a 60 just in tackles and everything like that. So, 
Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And and it's not like the Knights scored fifty points and they were standing at the post for half the game. They only scored no. twenty eight. They only scored five tries. So um yeah, a bit of a strange one. Spend a bit of more time on the pine than you would expect. Um, mate, before we move on to the last four games of the weekend, what do you thought? Uh, let us know about the NBA content that's coming up for Insight NBA because there's a fair bit going on in the background, mate, and you're in the thick of it. Yeah, look, it's one of those situations where um, we want to do daily NBA content. And with the fact that we do NRL, uh, the fact that we do AFL, it's sort of dumb. I suppose it's like the person being raised by a village. Um, it's sort of done by a little bit of everyone. Uh, and, yeah, Matty Garrett's taken the lead there. Um, I've got a few apps coming up. Um, Mickey Dell from the AFL's got some apps. I know that you've got an Atlanta Hawks preview coming up. Look, we're just going to tackle everything. I did like a bit of a mock draft game, which is just me and a couple beers with Rob, basically. Uh, yeah, look... Get on it. Get involved. I'm probably a lot more heavily into my NBA than even my NRL. So, um, yeah, get out there. Have a chat. We are on, you know, Spotify, Apple. We actually have a different feed for that on um, on Spotify and Apple just because footy fans, we didn't want to bombard you with NBA content every day. So, um, yeah, if you want that, uh, like and subscribe and pop across to the other channel on Spotify, Apple. And, of course, we're on YouTube as well. Yeah, so just to confirm it, all the content will come through this YouTube channel. So if you're watching us on YouTube, you don't need to do anything different. You'll you'll see all the content plugged through there. Um, but for anybody who wants to follow exclusively NBA content and is sick of us talking NRL, which is which is completely fine, go and search Insight NBA Fantasy Basketball on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever it is that you get your podcasts, and you will find us there. And make sure to follow there um, so that you keep up to date and all the NBA content because we're going to be. Like Maddie said, plug and daily content for a while now in the lead up to the NBA season. Can't wait for some NBA, man. I feel like we haven't had it for about a month and I'm already getting withdrawals. I just can't wait for daily NBA to come back. Oh, mate. I just want to see Marcus Smart in the Grizzlies jersey. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, moving on. Dragons 18, lost to Manly 24. I tell you what, Manly nearly butchered this one. That, to be fair, I actually thought the Dragons were going to get up um, at some point. Jason Saab, 102, he finished on. Josh Houston, 92, had a good game. Hamoliola Kawatu, 81. And Tolotau Kola, 65 for Manly. So some decent scores there. Hamoli, a great little pod for us. I know we both own. Yep. Uh, very, very happy as an Ola Kawatu owner. 6.5% owned in the top 1% as well. So a little bit of a separator there, which is great. Um, and for the Dragons... Molo, 77. Lomax, 76. Jack DeBellin, 72 with a sin bin. Uh, is a fantastic score considering he loses the 10 and also lost the 10 minutes. Yeah, look, he was actually a beast in this game. He was really good. Um, actually, you could not see a man more disappointed to be sent to the sin bin than him in this game. He was absolutely blown up. So. <laughs> He was ropeable, wasn't he? Yeah, poor bloke. Um, I mean, look, hey, he's going to see – they reckon he's going to see three to four weeks on the sideline from that hip drop. So, tough. But do you reckon it's warranted? It's it's hard. I'm not really going to get into that. But, you know, super coach owners are going to have to pivot from DeBellin because with how many weeks we've got left, I hope you've got to trade up your sleeve. 
This is why we said, and we'll say it again, you needed trades. You needed to hold trades for this time of the year. Watch me run out. <laughs> hey, you got three left, don't you? It's not that yeah, bad. Could bad. be much worse. Yeah. Um, um, you know what was bad? Great segue. Captaining Ruben Garrick with his 55. Mm, that hurts. That hurts, yeah. Well, uh, hey, don't get me wrong. The matchup was fucking awesome. Matchup was fine. Yeah. The actual, we talked about this on Thursday in the countdown show. Like, it was actually a really good play. It just didn't work out. Yeah. And look, the logic was there. As long as I'm confident in my decisions going forward, I'm going to have to cop the loss there. I thought Manly would play better against St. George, and I was wrong. I'm just not going to put faith in Manly ever again. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Mm, tough. I mean, hey, Ruben Garrett could be on the trade block for me. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I've got four trades left. I only want to use one. I've got one left, and then I'm going to hold three for the little run home. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, mate, and, let's move on. Panthers Justin, 28. Justin Pease just made me feel better. Have a look at this in the chat. Better than captaining Drinky for 50. I'll tell you what, more people would have captained Drinky than Ruben Garrick. Watch Drinky get 20 points in updates. Carry on. Uh, 50, 15% of the top 1% of teams captain Drinky. Oh, hey, makes sense as well, right? I would. Yep. If I had drink water, I would have considered captaining him over Cleary this week. Especially in the matchup. Yep. Yep. Hundred um, percent. Quick question before we move on to the Panthers and Sharks game. Shots is asking, what do you think DWZ would you buy for next week? Head-to-head finals. People focusing on head-to-head. They got a really nice three-three round draw coming up. Thoughts on Dallin with Tony Zalesniak? I would with an asterisk. I think he's a lot of money for what you get with Dallin. Oh, but that side is absolutely fizzing out there. Um, if I was looking to, like, I've got CNK. Buy CNK before Dallin with Tenny's the Lesniak. If you've got that and you still want more of a Warriors pie, then yes, look towards Dallin. But just buy CNK first. CNK is stealing a lot of try assists. Um, and attacking stats from Sean Johnson at the moment. Great point. Great point. They super coach love giving the try assist to the winger to the sweeping fullback. And CNK's got that down pat. Sean Johnson squares the line up, drops the ball out the back, and CNK only has to create the overlap on the outside, and the try assist is his. Doesn't matter if it's a tap on, doesn't matter if it's a little catch and pass, it's it's chances. So I I'm I'm on the same 
ballpark as you. I think Chance is is definitely a grab over DWZ if you have the BK is borderline must have. And I know that I've called Val Holmes must have, but I didn't know that he had, you know, a wayward shoulder going into the last couple weeks. Um, That was outside of my control, but Chance is as much must have as Val was before this week. Agree with you. Agree with you. Panthers 28, mate. Sharks zero. Complete shutout, this one. Clean sheet, Fuck as Panthers, they call bro. it in the in the EPL. Uh or sorry, in the in the English football or the football. Is it they call it football over there? They don't call it soccer, do yeah, they? Yeah, no, they call it football, man. Mm, yeah, so in the soccer. Uh clean sheet for the Panthers. Cleary 129, Sorensen 86, Brian Toto that we prepped up a lot in uh, the countdown show and on Tuesday last week, knowing that that right-hand side of the Sharks is woeful. He finished with an 84. Jerome Luai, 80. Isaiah Yo 78. So some good scores for the Panthers. How about Cleary's updates, though? What did he go from? He went from, like, 90 to 130. <laughs> yeah, he went up, like, nearly 50 points. That is insanity. Craziness. But, hey, I'm not complaining because I captained him. Uh, so anybody captaining Cleary, I think it was 55% of the top 1% of teams, Captain Cleary. Absolute no-brainer for me against this Shark side. So uh, that could have been 160, to be fair. Wish I didn't go with the Spice. I have Cleary. Um, was happy with his score, but, yeah, gee, I could have used that extra 100 points this week. Bit of Nico Hindsight. Speaking of Nico Hindsight, 22 he finished on, which is the first time that he has scored less than 36 points in Supercoach in the last 39 starts. I was speaking to someone on Twitter yesterday, mind you, on the fact that Nico won't go low and he won't go sub 30 because he's never gone sub 30 as a starting halfback. And then what does he do? He goes 22. So thanks for proving me wrong. Make me look like a dickhead on Twitter. Appreciate that, Nico. Yeah, cool. Um, That was a garbage take, but... um... (laughs) No, realistically, this is the only team that I can see Nico scoring that badly against. I'm happy I own him. I'm happy that I played him. I am just going to cop the loss this week because of all the joy that Nico Hines has brought me in the past. He still averages 90-odd. What are you going to do? And I'm not trading him out. I hope people trade him out. I will not be trading Nico Hines out. I will be holding him for the season and playing him every week. And if the Sharks are where I expect the Sharks to be. He will be playing every game going down the stretch. He's young. He's not going to get rested. He'll probably be my captain in round 27. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. With you completely. Speaking of a guy who, I mean, I get him wrong sometimes, but I tell you what, I don't miss sometimes either. And Cameron McInnes didn't miss. I told you everybody on Twitter, go and buy the bloke. 87 breaks the record in tackles in the NRL. Was it 80, 84 tackles in a game? That is nuts, man. That is insane. Mate, honestly, I nearly got the Nico out and coloured in two of my teeth just for Cameron McInnes, just so that, you know, in tribute to the great man. The old Sharpie. Get the Sharpie out. Tell her a couple in. How good's that? I love love Cameron McInnes. Honestly, this is the only year I reckon in about four or five years that I haven't owned him. He's a plug-and-play every year for me. I just saw him coming off the bench. I know Dale Finucane's the captain and got a bit scared. I wish that he'd go to a team that would play him 80 minutes every game and he would be a walk-up start for Matrix Reload, I tell you. But, um, I mean... And also, I mean, the regular guru came out, and I follow his stuff, and 
he's like, he he back around maybe the time that Origin teams were announced for Origin 1, he's saying Cam McInnes needs to be in this team for New South Wales. This is why. This is why. Because the bloke can play 80 minutes and make 84 tackles. He had 51 tackles at the half. That is that is next level, man. You won't see that again. The guy looked like he just did seven rounds with a, you know, a bear. Yeah. Did you yeah, see? Like, you they they showed him like sitting in the sheds afterwards. He's got blood pissing out of him everywhere, all <laughs> over his chest, and he's just sitting there. I tell you what, he yeah. can't wait to get a VB in him. Yeah, absolutely. He does look like a VB or a forex gold drinker as well, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah I mean, that's I was going to say forex like gold, but... at the front. I tell you what, he can put some straws in those missing teeth. <laughs> uh, McInnes, 87, he finished on. Williams, Jack Williams, 66. Britton Nicker, a 56. I sat him. I'm still okay with it, considering that, unfortunately, he outscored Hudson Young. So maybe I missed about 10 points there. But Britton Nicker was on 30-odd before the updates. So he updated quite nicely. So well I played. I was... I was actually disappointed when I saw that he got 30-odd when I saw how hard he was out there trying, and it just makes me happy as an owner. Um, you know, we know that the Sharks are flat-track bullies, and he's going to score some hundreds coming down the stretch. But, yeah, you just need to have a look at him and see that he's digging away, see that he's on Nico's side. I actually felt pretty sorry for Nico. He was out there just trying his absolute guts out, and... You know what? Like, you don't want those people that roll over in your team. You don't want those people when they, when you're 28 down that they're not willing to try a few things. That's when the attacking stats come. I am still happy as a Nico owner. I'm still happy as a Nicker owner. Um, yeah, don't be scared of your sharks, boys. Completely agree. I think the one thing for Nicker and Williams and McInnes, these three guys we just spoke about, Nicker got shifted to centre when Will Kennedy ended up doing his hammy at fullback. So you got Connor Tracy that goes back to fullback. We had Nicker then go to centre. We also then had Jack Williams shift to an edge, which meant that McInnes ended up playing 80 minutes in the middle of the field. Otherwise, Jack Williams probably ends up playing lock and taking maybe yeah. some minutes from McInnes. So there's a lot yeah. going on here with this injury to Will Kennedy. So I probably wouldn't rely on McInnes again next week, maybe playing 80 minutes. Maybe he shifts back to that 60, 65-minute role. Uh, so I wouldn't go and jump on McInnes next week. I, I'd probably say just, McInnes, just err on the side of caution. I always think McInnes is somebody, when I've bought McInnes in the past, it was somebody that I could buy for late 400s and that he would just get me 58 to 64 most weeks just from plugging away and playing the minutes that he plays. Um, yeah, don't expect 87 every week. Um, Will Kennedy, injured. I hope you save your trades, folks. Um, it's going to be a bit of a theme going down the stretch. Um, and, look, we don't want to be preaching and we don't want to be, you know, whipping people for not saving their trades uh, because you've probably got the elite team and maybe you don't have Will Kennedy in your team anyway. Uh, but... What is the best? Let's look at Will Kennedy's price. What is the best guy to go Will Kennedy to next week if news comes out that he's out for an extended period? Because it didn't look good. Um, he's 547K. Look, realistically, he might not play down the stretch. Yeah, 547K is tough as well, isn't it? Because... You're quite handicapped and limited with the cash, unless you've got a ton of cash in your bank, which most people probably don't at this point of the year. I mean, 
I don't love it. I really don't love any of the options around that price point, to be honest with you. I mean, you've got Gutho that's 900K. You've got Drinky, who's way out of price. Pong is going to be a million soon. Latrell Mitchell dropped under 800K. That's fine. If you've got 100K, maybe, Reese Walsh is probably within reach. Um, And I'd say if you can get to Reese Walsh, that's the play from Will Kennedy. Um, I mean, I don't. Wanasako, he scored a try and kicked goals and got 50 tonight. Oh, it's tough, isn't it? Chance Nickel Clockstad, maybe. So maybe I, I'd probably say if you've got cash, hopefully you've got a little bit of cash in your bank. If you can or get to trades. either Reese Walsh or two trades, if you can get to Reese Walsh or if you can get to Chance Nickel Clockstad, those are my two options. What about yourself? Yeah. Look, I don't actually, I don't actually hate going like, proper downgrade to like somebody like Blake Wilson and just moving somebody back to fullback. If you've got the trades and generating that much cash, I know we're going to talk about him in a little bit, but he's coming off a 90. He was great today. Um, Honestly, looked like the number one option. I I was listening to ABC radio and he got the three points for, um, I think Luke Lewis selected him uh, for the three points today. And Realistically, uh, the guy looks like a mainstay. He looks like the bloke out there. Um, Karaz looks like he's going to be playing center there. Yeah, maybe you could try something like that. Generate a heap of cash and then allow yourself the flexibility to get Luttrell or get Munster or get Harry Grant. Um, Hopefully, you've got five trades left. Go all the way down and then go all the way up. Yeah, don't mind that. Don't mind that shout. That's a, that's a good. Because I don't like I don't like anyone else around that five fifty range except maybe Hammer. I know I know this wasn't his week, but I still like the get. I still like the Dolphins. Run. Yeah, I've got Hammer. I, I still like how involved Hammer is. He's somebody I'm a little bit scared to to not own. And when Reese Walsh comes against a good lineup, I'm just not sure he's going to get those attacking stats. I think the Broncos are still going to win, but I think that it's going to be a grind. Um, I think Reese Walsh is a little bit of a flat track bully. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I'm I'm more scared to not own Reese Walsh than I am not to own Hammer. But uh, here I am yep. owning Hammer and not Reese Walsh. So funny times. <laughs> there you go. Uh, one second. Bulldogs, Bulldogs snag twenty three. They snag a win by one point. Dolphins twenty two. Asako missing the goal to take. The win for the Dolphins, unfortunately. Blake Wilson that Matty just spoke about, 91 he finished on. Toby Sexton, 79. Matty Burton, 69. Preston, 65. Karaz, 62. And I'll tell you, the guy that I could have brought in this week instead of Hammer would have been Karaz, and I would have ended up maybe 20 points ahead. Again, hindsight is fantastic. Um, Wallace, Jared Wallace finishing on 96. Jeremy Marshall King finishing on 93. I don't think anybody expected Jeremy Marshall King to come back this strongly after a probably 46-week layoff with that AC joint or that bursitis in the shoulder. Kafusi uh, 75 and Valence Tafare uh, 65 with a try. Now, I guess before Maddie comes back, I'll talk a little bit about Asako, and I think my concerns around Jermaine Asako, and maybe they'll be a little bit less warranted next week, but my concern about Jermaine Asako this week is finishing on 50 with a try, and all the goal kick opportunities. He didn't kick well this game. Mind you, he had Ewan Aitken inside him. 
So Ewan Aitken at centre is one of the biggest ball hogs in the competition. Valence Tavare is not much better on the other side. I was actually thinking Valence Tavare would end up playing left centre, sorry, right centre inside Jermaine Asako, but he played left. So does that now mean Valence Tavare shifts across to the right side, which is not good for Asako at all? Or does that mean he stays on the left? And Branko Lee comes from the dust to come back into this team at right centre. Matty, what are your thoughts on Asako? He got 50. Now, does Max Gorn get him out of your Open team. the door for Branko Lee. Yeah, just get this guy out of your team. Um, Dolphins are done. Put a fork in them. Mm. They now can't make... Dolphin uh, like. so... Anyway, let's let we went. <laughs> you've eaten, you've eaten, you know, tuna before, haven't you? Out of a can. <laughs> Kind of. Well, we'll yeah, we we'll probably should leave that conversation to another time. <laughs> look, um, look, realistically, <laughs> the Dolphins are now out of finals contention. Um, Asako, I listened to it on the radio, and Asako had an absolute stinker. Still managed to get 50, though. I just don't have a lot of faith in the Dolphins. I think that they've faded away probably the last eight weeks. Just remember, they were a top-four team at certain points throughout the year. Look, they're done. Jeremy Marshall King is great. He might even, if this injury lingers, he might even just get shut down for the year, which I thought was going to happen. Maybe he just got sort of inserted. If they won, they were still a chance of making top eight, but I suppose mathematically they have a very small chance now, but I think that they're gone. Look, I have no faith in Asako. I jumped off him. And I like Asako. Like, a Broncos fan, uh, didn't mind him at the Titans. He was obviously a fullback when he was at the Broncos. I don't mind Asako, but I just think you've got to trade him out of your team. Yeah. The, it's it's the place that he has inside him. And Aitken, Valence Tavare. If Branko Lee comes back into this team, bring Asako back in. Get him as a massive discount. But honestly, if anybody else is inside Asako, just trade him out. Um, Sean O'Sullivan got hooked as well. And we were I messaged you going, Sons has been hooked. What the fuck's going on here? And, and they brought Milf put in, and then Milf has scored a double. I was like, oh, well, I mean, Wayne is the god. Wade knows what he's doing. I probably shouldn't go in and criticize Wayne Bennett, the greatest coach of all time, should I? Um, King, King Wayne, not Wayne King. Last right? one, I guess, for me is – no, that's right. <laughs> exactly right. Hey, Tavita Pangai Jr., though, 25 points. Has he, like, completely fallen off a cliff? Like, what the fuck is going on? Serraldo must – Serraldo must hate him. He's like a he's like a poor man's Max King out there. <laughs> it is a poor man's. It is an aggressive, dark skinned Max King. Uh, that's yeah. That's basically it. Um, Titans twenty two, mate. Cowboys thirteen. Last game of the round. Philip Sami ninety four continues to string together some really nice uh, super coach points. Camperera at ninety two. Fafita seventy seven with a spell as well. And this is my gripe. Why is David Fafita now only playing 60 minutes a game? What the fuck is going on? Is like, is this going to be now a trend moving forward? I hope not. I didn't buy him for this. I bought 80-minute David Fafita, and I'm getting David Fafita from Wish. It feels like that the last three weeks, doesn't it? Since we got him back from Origin, I mean, he put hundreds on us when we didn't own him, and then as soon as we buy him back, he gets 50s. Speaking of teams from Wish... um. Cowboys hitting their 2022 um, finals form already. This is a bit early, isn't it? 
or the 2023 start of season form, you'd argue. Yeah. Uh, Cohen Hess with the highest score of 64, and then Valame with the second highest Supercoach score of 52. Stinky. Uh, and speaking of stinky, drinky, got 50. Scott Stinky. Uh, and Valance. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. I didn't want to go there, but you did. Um, Val Holmes, 29. Now, I know he got binned. I understand he's probably going to miss some time. You need to now answer because you're an owner. So it's probably more relevant coming from you. What are you doing with him and what should people do with him moving forward if he gets suspended? Yeah, so I'm going to be sitting there basically on Tuesday, exactly the same as the Reese Walsh situation. If he gets three weeks or something, I'm going to have to use that money elsewhere. And that's why I have the remainder of my trades for something like this. I don't think I can have 800K just sitting there not generating any money for, sorry, not even about money, generating any points for me. Um, yeah, no, Val Holmes has slowly become Val Tense, hasn't he? Mm, no good. No good. I mean, hey, it's weeks like this where I'm really happy that I didn't jump on Val Holmes. But, I mean, hey, it's exactly the same as the Harry Grant effect, we'll call it, where Harry Grant goes and gets you 30-odd one week and you go, yeah, thank God I don't have Harry Grant, and the next week he gets 140. So uh, Val Holmes could do that next week. Yeah, just as long as he plays. If he plays, I'm keeping him. I don't care about his mm. about his 29. Val Holmes is elite. Um, yeah, he's like a running back in there at centre. Um <laughs> Anyone had thought he'd played the sport before at running back, so you yeah, never know. Exactly. Uh, Who I'll do you trade you him to? You can probably trade him to anyone, really, can't you? 850 k like you... Yeah. Luttrell. Because okay. I think he drops to 800, but I think Luttrell drops just below that. If yeah, Val Holmes is out, I just trade him to Luttrell. They still have that great draw. Um you know what, Tigers just got up this week, and I feel the same way about St. George. St. George just got up this week, but I'm not going to have faith in the Tigers and St. George turning up every week. What I'm going to have faith is in, in teams like South Sydney winning games. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. 100%. Uh, a couple of questions here, mate, before we move on to our early trade thoughts and wrap this bad boy up. Uh we talked about Dallin with Tenny Zelezniak. Uh, Rawls, I want to know if there's an NFL super coach. There is not an NFL super coach, unfortunately. The Daily Telegraph don't extend that far uh, into the States, but there is a couple of options. Now, first of all, I think Rawls is in our Discord. So yeah. uh, keep an eye out on the NFL side of things in the Discord because we will do some cash comps in terms of NFL draft competitions in the Sleeper app. So uh, you can see Matty Gurney's New York jersey there it's giants jersey is that saquon barkley yeah you could play against my team in nfl sleeper competition my team saquon d's nuts <laughs> terrible terrible but also <laughs> fantastic um you can also and and what we might even do moving forward is make a dream team competition or a dream team league because a dream team is basically like super coach but for all the american sports so we might make a dream team comp too um, so we'll see how we go. But, uh, yeah, make sure, Rawsy, that you're in the Discord, mate. We'll pop the link in there for you. I'll actually quickly mate, do get, that right now. Before have, I, oh, have some, I don't even have it linked. Have some, have some Discord chat. I am going to be up at 4 o'clock in the morning watching a few NFL games. So happy to chat on the Discord all about that. Just quietly, how good is Red Zone, by the way, at 4 o'clock in the morning on a Monday? 
you know what, it's, <laughs> it's actually a lot better at 10 o'clock after you sleep in um, <laughs> and you just miss it and you still get to catch the highlights. That's, that's when the, not an when option the Chargers, for me. At, when at the Chargers play, in. I like to watch the whole game. So when the Chargers play, Central. I like to watch the whole game. So I don't like red zone. But I tell you what, I wish there was uh, I wish there was red zone in NBA. They tried something similar a little while ago. So. Yeah, it didn't quite work, did it? But um, yeah, no, looking forward to the NFL. That kicks off in what, a month and a bit? Uh, we've yep. also got the FPL kicking off as well. We've got cash comps for the Fantasy Premier League if you're a soccer guy or a football guy, sorry. Uh, jump in jump in the Discord and uh, jump into our cash comp. $60 entry for FPL to go in the running to win. Bit of fun. Bit of super coach for Fantasy Premier League. Uh, um. All right, Hamando or Hamando traded Nicara to Lodge, and they both scored fifty six. So that's a big win and freed big up a fair bit of cash. I don't know how that goes for the rest of the year, but well played, well played this week, sir. Uh, Steve Nash, is that the NBA Steve Nash? Uh, Holmes, <sighs> a tent. Oh yeah, yeah, like 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 Holmes, yeah, yeah, Holmes hey. being a house and a uh, and a tent being a place you don't want to live in. That's what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stink water. Yes, yep. he wasn't drink. Yeah. He wasn't no drink. Good. Uh, he wasn't. He wasn't drink Cooper's pal Al this week. I'll give you the drum. <laughs> no, he was not. He was not drink Bolter. That's for sure. Um, mate, what are your thoughts for next week? Let's let's uh, kind of move on to wrap this one up. Sunday evening. What are your thoughts for next week? Are you making any moves at all, or is anything tempting you at the moment with three trades left? Only if Val is out, if Val gets two weeks or more, which I think he will, I'm just going to go straight to Luttrell. Um, I was thinking about the fact that I was disappointed in not owning Luttrell anyway. That seems like something that is worth the trade. I'm going to use a third of my trades on getting Luttrell in. He scored that 74 absolutely like he looked like he was just jogging on a treadmill. Looks like he wasn't even trying and scored 74. He's got 150 incoming before the end of the year, and I want a piece of that. Yeah, and this is why I got him last week. 74 on his dick, did nothing. Didn't even look like he wanted to be there. Caught the ball, a few offloads. Did you notice how many times he hit the ground? I reckon the count was less than three. Like he just every single time someone hit him up high, he just stayed on his feet. The guy must be strong as an ox, man. Like, yeah, insane. Good. Anyway, that, looked, that's why I got he looked, him. A, he, he looked a little hefty after his time off too. So, um, yeah, he might he could play in the front row? Honestly, I'll tell you who else could play at prop. And I was thinking this day, I'm like, if Brian Toto played at prop, he would not get out of place. Like, he has got the biggest motor and the biggest go-forward I've seen for a winger ever. Like, there is that, the guy's just insane. That try he scored where he just, like, lifted his legs in the air just a little bit, it was poetry yeah. in motion. Very, very nice to watch, wasn't it? Um, my, my early trade thoughts are that I want a warrior and I want a piece of the warrior's pie with this next three-week run or four-week run knowing that... He- Head finals are close, and I'm in a few cash comps, so I don't I don't want to lose. Um, I, I do want a piece of it. I've only got Torhu Harris as a warrior in my in my side at the moment. I'd love Charles Nickel Klukstad. I just don't know where. I, and we were talking about this before. I don't know where I can actually get him in. I mean, do I trade Garrick? And then I I think I'm actually short on cash if I trade Garrick. I don't know. The only other options are: do I trade Manu? But again, I love the Roosters draw over the next month. 
do I trade Greg Marju? I love the Knights draw over the next month. It nothing makes sense for me to bring CNK in, unfortunately, but I would love to make that move somewhere if I could. If you were in the comments right now, letting me know what you thought, I would say going Joey Manu to CNK and going CNK and Ruben Garrick over going Ruben Garrick and Dallin Wateni Zalesniak, that going Manu to CNK would, I suppose, net you the most amount of points going down the stretch. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you would have to go Joey I've Manu to CNK. Hours. So basically, so basically, you've got CNK and Garrick against mm. Joey Manu and Dallin Wateni Zalesniak. I would say that Garrick and CNK are going to outscore those two. If that gives you any food for thought, then. yeah. And look, Joey Manu being at centre is definitely easier for me to part ways with. I'm not upset about moving on from Joey Manu at centre as opposed to Joey Manu at fullback. Now, keeping yeah. in mind, what ha- what happens next week if James Tedesco goes down and Manu has five weeks at fullback to finish the year? That's then you've got oh. then you've got CNK at fullback to help you sleep at night. Mm, and I'll just have to not watch Roosters games for the rest of the year. I anyway, mean, CNK uh, outscores Joey Manu. CNK probably outscores Joe with their draw. CNK probably outscores Joey Manu at fullback anyway, man. Yeah, you're probably right. Maybe I'll make the move. Manu to CNK next week. It'll leave me with three trades for the run home. We'll see what happens. We'll I will decide and confirm on Tuesday, and then I'll probably change my mind about 30 times between Tuesday and Thursday's countdown show. So that's why we do three shows during the week, so that everyone knows what's going on. Um, mate, before we wrap up, any final words? One last question from Mr. Callio. Are Panthers going to win another premiership? I'm going to have faith in my Broncos, but I tell you what, Panthers look elite. Panthers are next level at the moment. Um, I am going to be, as a Broncos fan, I'm going to be praying and hoping that someone gets injured. And I usually, as a general rule, never hope anyone gets injured. But it has been a long, what, 17 years since the Broncos won in 2006? Yeah, we need it. Mm, I I actually hope that there's a changing of the guard. And this is very un-New South Welshman of me. But I actually hope that another team other than the Panthers win this year. I feel like the Panthers need to be brought down a peg. And if that's the Broncos that need to do that, I think the Broncos have deserved to have a crack this year. So for Full credit to the Broncos. I'll back them in. And also, it'll make it easier for me. Like, if you're if you're having a massive whinge about the Broncos being dudded in the grand final and shit, like, if they win, it'll just make it easier for me for the podcast next year if, if uh, you know, if they get a dub. So uh, I'm looking after myself a little. Mate, I have owned the least amount of Broncos than anyone in the chat in my Supercoach team because, um, yeah, look – if I die, I told Alan just to get the Broncos to drop me down so they can let me down one more time. So, <laughs> hey, that sounds a little bit like Damien Carroll and all of his teams that he follows. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, mate, that I reckon that'll do us for tonight. Uh, thanks, guys, for jumping on. Thanks for jumping in the comments. Appreciate all the love and, and support for the podcast. And lastly, if you haven't hit subscribe, please hit subscribe. Please hit like. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple, Google, hit that follow button and leave us a review so that we can reach more people. We'll be back Tuesday. We'll talk team list Tuesday, Tuesday evening, probably 7, 7.30, depending on when ball is for, for you, Maddie. But, um, mate, until then, 
We'll see everybody Tuesday. Have a great start to the week. Peace out. Cheerio. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 